0: Salutations and greetings, you jive ass turkeys. This is the Harrod but Hairless Matthew Sanborn Smith and his Cutely Coiffed, or is that coifed podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. I stuck an exclamation point at the end of that last sentence, but it was so good it deserves a second one right now. So here we go. Woo! That was a good one. Now let me pull all of my pants back up and finish this thing off. People ask me why I speak so fast on this show. The answer is to trick you into thinking something funny, or at the very least clever happened and you just missed it. If you want an even more amazing show, run this podcast at a higher speed. Damn, that guy's good. I'm pretty sure. On an unentirely related note, la. And now on another, it's once again more Double Shot Time, folks. Yeah. Sorry you deserved more enthusiasm there, but I overextended my exclamation points and the bank took the rest away from me. That explains why they're changing the bank tellers to bank screamers. It's time for two, two short stories with two, too long titles. Today's first story was so short, it inspired me to stick another one in the show so you wouldn't feel cheated. But you'd be short too if you were in any way involved in the extremely brief first marriage of Martin Rayner. <music> the Extremely Brief First Marriage of Martin Rayner by Matthew Sanborn-Smith. 23rd century saw limitless wonders, and Martin was able to do things that no one from any previous time could have done, like marry a woman made of soup. Upon returning from his disastrous honeymoon, her mother, a vat of boiling water, wept uncontrollably, although no one would have known if she hadn't told them. No criminal charges were pressed, but the girl's father, a weird conglomeration of dried pasta, chicken, and veggies, sued Martin for everything he had. He contended that Martin should have known better than to bring his new bride on a jaunt 400 years away in Victorian London. On the very first day, the poor thing was slurped into oblivion by a wild pack of street urchins. (laughs) wife now to break up the last story with the first we have to do some other stuff oh i know it's bad enough those poor new zealandies have to spend their whole lives hanging upside down off the planet but to top it all off you still haven't bought that awesome book to help with the earthquake relief here's this funny talking smooth jazz guy again
1: tales for canterbury is a short story anthology from random static press edited by anna carrow and jc hart all funds raised through the sale of ebook and print copies will go to the New Zealand Red Cross 2011 Earthquake Appeal. The anthology features stories by New Zealand and international authors including Neil Gaiman, Karen Healy, Gwyneth Jones, Jay Lake, Kat Connor, Helen Lowe, Sean Williams and more. For more information visit talesforcanterbury.wordpress.com
0: Tales for Canterbury also includes stories from Jeff Vandermeer, Philippa Ballantyne, Ripley Patton, plus Mango fan and all-around swell guy Grant Stone, among others. The book's at the printer at the moment, but you can pre-order it or get the ebook version right now from the site. Linky-dinks in the Shokey notes. I just got mine. You go get yours. Now that we're all sitting smugly in the glow of having helped somebody do something, we can take a guilt free dive back into the sea of stupidness. This next long-titled thing isn't really a story, but more of an assignment, so whip out those composition books with the porno mags hidden within. You'll discover you'll need them both when you see what was found on the chalkboard in Mr. Massey's room, 3rd period. Found on the Chalkboard in Mr. Massey's Room, 3rd period, by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Break into groups of three to five people. Today's scenario, what if everybody ejaculated condiments? Topics for discussion. Would there be more or less oral sex? Explain. Would people bring french fries to bed? What would relish feel like on the way out? If someone ran out of mustard on the 4th of July and the stores were all closed, do you think Margot might send Sam to the bathroom with an empty squeeze bottle? Is that mayo on your leg? (laughs) If these stories made you want to slurp your wife or suck your hot dog, you can digest them and other coding Hammurabi's at my blog journal, the1000.blogspot.com. Or stay and sing It's Now or Nebid right here at BewareTheHairyMango.com. Testify to the healing powers of this program in the comments for this post, or if the post isn't running today, send a candygram gram from Mango to Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com or BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Mango only pawn in game of life. Once you've licked all the fillings from your chocolates and it's a struggle between sit still and puke, tap out your very own ASAP by way of SFSignal.com. Get a free subscription with the purchase of anything you want to purchase by clicking the orange knobbly on the homepage, no purchase necessary. Or buy one, get one crappier one at iTunes and give me one star plus four stars free in the thing that you do there. Hey, check out the tweets on this one, and ogle my toggle on Google with goggles at twitter.com slash upwithgravity, and Uh, bloggle. Slap me with dirty money and I'll let you talk clean to me when you pinch the curvaceous donate button that was on the right when you last left. This podcast fumes with honey-sweetened bitter indignation and a salty and battery creative commons attribution non-commercial share alike 3.0 ported license. This is the rather randy salamandy Matthew Sanborn Smith saying the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Assuming you're coming up by way of his ass. Good night.